but everybody is cut out <clears throat> to do what they long to do right and dude that may not be an entrepreneur like like dude somebody who loves numbers and loves to be a cpa like then go be that you like to do that shit. but i think at the end of the day you ask that question <clears throat> like what what's my goal what do i want in life it's to be able to do whatever the fuck i want to do and help everybody else realize their potential to do whatever they want to do yeah they they might get the misconception you know if you're not making a million dollars a day you're doing something wrong yeah like it, it looks so perfect and glamorous in the Instagram when in reality, as an entrepreneur, it's it you get your freaking ass kicked <laughs> yeah, all the time. That's total bullshit. I mean, dude, listen, social media is really simple. It's all mostly bullshit and a facade. Even the ones that are making it are still putting up shit that is just fake. Yep. Um, and it, it really is like who's the best faker, you know? And that's one of the reasons why on my social media, I don't. I just put up whatever the fuck I want to put up. Yeah. I just don't fucking care. I mean, dude, you, and you look at my stuff, you see me with my daughter, you see me in a helicopter, you see a build I'm doing, you see a car I'm driving, you fucking see me in Mexico. I, I just, I don't give a fuck to get on and impress people. I just post shit that I want to post, you know? Yeah, I, th I think it's good because, like, I, you know, the whole thing with social media and everything, it, it's a drug, dude. It's like a depressant. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I think that a lot of people watching it probably get depressed as fuck. Dude, I've, I've learned, I've created my entire business out of um, the idea of FOMO. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And FOMO is it's the a good worst one. fucking bitch in the world. Because fear of missing out. Like yeah. Most people probably yeah, Most people should FOMO? know what FOMO means, but FOMO is the fear of missing out. Uh, everything I do is based around that. Like, my life is great, dude. I, I don't have any, I don't have any bullshit that is hard or and you know knock on wood i hope i don't have to anymore i have had hard life in the past but dude my life is fucking great and i just post my life on a daily basis and i think a lot of people see it and get fomo yeah but i think the majority of people on social media are posting stupid shit that is probably fake not real took them all day to set up do their whole thing like dude i got i got my content guy here now that we're going to be creating YouTube with. And, and he literally, to me, he's like, bro, your life is fucking crazy. We don't have to make shit up. Like we just have to film you and put the content out because everything you're doing on a daily basis is all over the fucking place. Yeah. Like even today, dude, we've been all over the place and we got this podcast we're doing and, and everything else. But uh, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll tell you, most people will sit in their homes and they'll get on social media and they'll see shit wow, and be like, oh, get fuck, yeah, I missed out. Oh, man, I wish that was me. And and they might not even start something that they were going to. Or no. They be, feel like down or anything. They get so, so caught up in this idea that I should be there or I should be doing that. And you know what, dude? It's really, really simple. The truth is, is just do shit. Just, you're, just do shit. You're at a different level, though. Don't look at your level and think that you should be there. You yeah. know what I mean? If the person's watching you or something like that, don't think that that's where you should be. How about look at where you're at and set goals to start working towards there, but don't ever look at that like that's – and get depressed because that's where I should be. Well, dude, I'll, I'll tell you this because I've been, I've been studying a lot on depression. And while I do think it's a clinical thing, I do think that there's some mental um, pieces to it, I think the majority of depression comes from our diet um, and our activity – and then lastly, and a big one is people not really being truthful with themselves. And the problem with social media is social media is so much bullshit that people just want to add shit that's not them and fake shit and, and, and pretend and, and flex and do all these things. It's total bullshit. So literally social media is just a depression machine, right? 100%. Of people like even myself that you post something that you're like, that's not fucking true. Uh, and I see it all the time. And dude, I post stuff and I look back and I'm like, man, if I was sitting at home and I saw this posted, I would look at this way different than what it really is. Yeah. You know, like, dude, even even the um, the I made my a post a few weeks. No, a few days ago of going up and having a picnic with my daughters. Yeah. Colin and I went up and and uh, that's on your Instagram. Yeah, right? that's my last uh, like what? Two posts ago. Egg. Egg. Put up that post with him going up with his daughters. Um, and and like looking at that post, Con did such a good job of the actual video. Yeah. But dude, that all that post was was my daughter's like, Dad, can we go up in the helicopter? We want to go have a picnic. And dude, all it was, it was what, Con, two hours? We went up, 
flew up, had a quick lunch. Um, like it wasn't the, the cool bee's knees as it looks like on social media. Yeah. It was beautiful and I loved the time with my daughters. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm this rich, successful, fucking do everything I want to do. It was just, hey, man, this is just another day. And I see that on social media a lot. I look at that, even that video that Conan did, and it's like, dude, that, you made me look like a rock star there. But that's not really what it was, dude. <laughs> is that just, who was in there with yeah, you? Yeah, he was the one that was filming it all. And, and, dude, it's like, fuck, man, if you could just realize that life is not what people are saying it is oh, or yeah. pretending that it is, and then stop worrying so much about what everybody else is doing. I will tell you this, dude, and this is the it's truth. It's easy to get caught up in it, though. Fuck, it is. It's easy. I'll tell you this, dude, and this really is the truth. I never listened to a podcast ever in my life. Never. I've never... Um, I've never listened to a guru. I've never listened to um, like a book on tape. I, I don't really give a fuck about what people are doing. I follow, go, go to the front of my page. How many people do I follow on social media? Yeah. 250 people. Most of those people I only follow because it's probably a business. Friends. Yeah, or friends. I mean, I don't even really follow friends. Some of my yeah. friends are like, why don't you follow me? Conan, I don't follow you. Um, I don't follow people. Because I don't give a fuck what people are doing. You're not looking at no, it No, fuck no. That I scroll through my shit and I'm like, ah, what's going on today? And, and, and if, if there is a piece of advice that I would give to people, like even on the topic that we're talking about of, of Instagram or Facebook or social media altogether, man, if you have an issue and it's making you depressed. Get rid of it. Get the fuck, get it away from you. Yeah. Like get it completely, it doesn't make any sense, dude. No, it doesn't. If shit in your life is not making everything better, then get rid of it. Yep. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, I have, uh, I have my coaching group, Limitless Society, and one of the first things that I coach people on is get rid of things in your life, including people that are negative, doubters, bad self-talk, um, toxic, get, the, get that shit out. And that includes social media, family members, friends, acquaintances, coworkers, job, anything that gives you depression, yep. anxiety. So, you know, all of those things, get, get fucking rid of them. Get them out of your room. Yes. Yep, get them 100%. out of your room, dude. So who, who is Keaton Hoskins? AKA the muscle. <laughs> That's a good question. I am, I'm a bad motherfucker. And eager. I, uh, I, at one point in my life, I was really worried about being cocky or being um, not humble. And I am a humble person. But I do whatever the fuck I want to do in my life. That's who I am. I, I've had a TV show. I've started 25 companies. I have beautiful relationships with my friends, my family. I have a wonderful relationship with my wife. Um, I do everything that I want to do when I want to do it. I make money. I have fun. I have everything. I really, really do. And so for me, like when people ask like, well, who are you? I, I don't know. I'm nobody. And I don't have anything that I stick to. I, I don't, dude. I don't stick to anything. Yeah. I people, well, you're that guy on the TV show. Yeah, I did that once. Oh, you're the, you're the bodybuilder. Yeah, I was a bodybuilder one time. Oh, you wrote a book. Yeah, I'm not an author, but I did write a book. I have this, and I did this, and I did this. But you're like, a home no, builder. Dude, yeah, dude, I built a fucking house. <laughs> but the truth, like, like I said, dude, is I don't know. I'm just a bad motherfucker that does whatever he wants Keaton to do. Keaton Hoskins is Keaton Hoskins. Yeah. That's fucking it. That just does whatever. And don't label me anything. Yeah. Because the second that I get labeled, then all of a sudden I'm something else. It's, it's like the TV show. The TV show helped with the fame and helped with growing my social medias and so on and so forth. But, dude, number one, I'm not the person that's on TV. That's just a character that they want me to play. But, number two, that was three to five years of my life. I'm 35, yeah. and I've done a lot of different things, a lot of different things. So there is you can't really put me in this, like, well, he's this or he's this or this. I do, I've done it all, dude. Today, literally today. I got my first paycheck for a house that I flipped. Oh, I first seen time. that. I seen that with red suit. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Who was the contract? Who was the construction dude? Uh, his name uh, Brett. Too. What's Brett's? Brett, Brett Johnson. Johnson. What's his? It's the real Brett Johnson. I think it's his social media. Yeah, yeah dude, we did a deal. I, I'm not a real estate guy. <laughs> I don't know how to flip a house. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I did it, and we made money in a bad economy right now. Um, yeah, dude, I'm all over the place. So it's it's hard. Like when people say, well, who are you? I don't know. Whoever I want to be that day. <laughs> what what is what is your mission? Um, right now, my mission and probably for the rest of my life, my mission is two things is to go to my deathbed with zero regrets. Um, 
and then also help people now to go to their deathbed with zero regrets. And that's a big, that's a big. What statement. does that look like for them? Yeah. What What does um, that look like? Uh, Financially or something. Everything. 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 So most people at some point in their lives, if they stopped right then and and were like, "Hey, you're gonna die tomorrow," yeah, most people would have regrets. Oh um, hell yeah. And that's because they're not living the life that they want to live. And I have learned, <clears throat> and I don't know why I lucked out or if it was just the work I put in or what, I've learned to live the exact life that I want to live. Um, I might die tomorrow. And if I do, this will be a fucking crazy cool podcast. But I'm happy with it. Like, I'm ready to go at any time because I'm fucking, I have done everything that I wanted to do up to this point in my life. I have no regrets. I, zero regrets, dude. And, and, now I want more people to do that and have that. I'll, I'll share a story with you. When I was 21 years old, I came back. I was a missionary, came back from a mission, and my dad uh, was on his deathbed, and he actually ended up like like dying three months after I got home. Yeah. He he died in my living room or in our living room. I was holding his hand. I still remember. And he went through and just labeled off things that he regretted. Uh, all of these things. And dude, he was a successful CEO of a company and he did all these things. And you know what he, he, his regrets weren't, I should have made more money. I should have accomplished more things. His regrets were his relationships. His regrets were his memories. His regrets were things that he took, uh, and did, did things in time that he shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and also I think a regret was that he didn't become more successful, right? Yeah. And he was a fairly successful person. So anyways, so I, I sat there with him at 21 years old. I held his hand until he took his last breath. I did the whole um, deathbed thing with him and it hit me like a ton of fucking bricks, dude. And I realized I don't want to be on that side of the deathbed and say the same things my, my dad said. I want to go into the night and go, fuck, I'm ready for the next thing, whatever it is, because I conquered the shit out of this life. I did everything. No corporate shit for you. No, Hell fuck no. no, dude. Did your dad get any of his benefits or anything like no, that? No, no, no. They screwed the shit out of him. My dad, he was a corporate, like, you got to go to school. You got to get your degree. Career. You got a 401k. You got. He taught all of us that, dude. And he was successful in his right. Yeah. Um, and when he got really sick the last year, his company, he was the CEO, his company, uh, they got rid of him, got rid of him. When he found, when they found out he was sick. Yeah. Well, at the end of, of him being sick, they were like, dude, you're just too sick to come in. Like we got to find someone else, yada, yada, yada. So all of this security he was teaching us and yeah. there's, there's four of us, five of us in our family. There's four others, all the security he took, go to school, get your degree. Blah, blah, blah. It was all bullshit. Yeah. It's total fucking bullshit. So we saw that, and it's funny, like every one of my siblings, we're all entrepreneurs, every single one of us. Because we're like, dude, if, if that's the route you do because you want to have safety, and then you find out there's no safety in any ways, why not do whatever the fuck you want to do? Some people are not cut out to be an entrepreneur. I agree with you. I 100% agree That's a fucking tough sport. I agree with you, but everybody is cut out <clears throat> to do what they long to do. Right. And dude, that may not be an entrepreneur. Like, like dude, somebody who loves numbers and loves to be a CPA, like then go be that you like to do that shit. But I think at the end of the day, you ask that question, <clears throat> like what, what's my goal? What do I want in life? It's to be able to do whatever the fuck I want to do and help everybody else realize their potential to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And, and realize that, that, uh, in a hundred years from today, Nobody in this fucking room will ever even be thought about. Nope. No. So why the fuck do you care about what everybody's thinking or saying? Why are you doing anything that's not on your own terms? That's it. That 100% it. I and think if, that's the biggest thing is just not giving a shit what people think of you. Yeah. Just dude, put it out there. You have to. Because no one's going to give a fuck about you. You, know, dude, you. you even talk about, and this is a hard pill to swallow, especially, I don't know how many listeners you guys have. I don't know how many people are going to listen to this podcast. But if you're listening, think about this, okay? You die today. You're going to have a lot of people who love you that are going to be upset for a day. Yep. Uh, probably a few hours. Some of your family members, some of the people who you think love you are going to find an excuse not to come to your funeral, Okay. Uh, and then in a few hours, they're going to be laughing and joking, and then they're going to have some food. 
And then in a day or two, most of those people are going to fucking forget about it altogether. And then you're going to have a few people who are like really sad that you're gone. Maybe your spouse, maybe your children. It's going to affect them, right? And then over a month, like all of those people won't fucking think about you again. You'll be thought of one time a year. Yeah, on when when you died or your birthday, whatever that yep. is. Yep. Um, and dude, if that's the case, if that's really the case, which let it, it is, rip. like fucking go, right? <laughs> you let know, it, yeah, let that's it rip. the thing, Fuck dude. Yeah. Fucking live the life that you the, want to live. The goal, I believe, is like that. Everybody wants is more time, which is like financial freedom, and to have more time. And so, for you, would you say that your financial you've got a little bit of financial freedom right now? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Before you have no regrets. So, but there was a time when you did not have the financial freedom and you had no regrets at that time. Yeah. You know, how you were just living the same way. Um, yeah, dude, I've kind of always lived like on my own terms. Now, now I think about financial freedoms and as I make more money, my financial freedoms kind of broaden. Right. But, yeah. um, yeah, I, I never really played with anybody and on their terms. Like I always fought against the man. I always fought against this idea that I should be something or I should do something. Um, never a follower. Never. In fact, if you told me to follow, I would purposely not follow. <laughs> and this is not a joke, dude. I did this yesterday. I was, <laughs> Connor and I were filming uh, my fucking ads for, for one of my businesses. And in my ads, they give me this paper. And it, what was it, three paragraphs? <laughs> And I have to like go through and list what to say, right? These are ads for my company that they're writing for me to say. I cannot, my brain is like, just, just memorize three fucking words, dude. I can't do it. No, No. it's literally like, all right, Keaton, say this, 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 and then we'll chop it all up and we'll make an ad out of it. And I can't do it because my brain's like, no, 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 you don't fucking tell me what to say. And it's not even a prideful thing. My brain's just like, dude, it doesn't work. And then finally towards the end, and he saw how frustrated I got it. Finally towards the end, I was like, fuck this. I threw the paper. I'm like, let's just film this. I'll say what I want to say kind of close to what they want. And it went well, right? What was this for? Uh, for Limitless Society. For Limitless yeah, for Society. Limitless Society. Uh, it was me explaining Limitless Society. That's what it was. It's literally an ad, me explaining Limitless Society. I can explain that a million times over to any fucking person. I do so it all people, day long. So if people watch this, then they can listen to what you just said oh. and maybe go back and watch that ad. Yeah, dude, like, they're going to go back and be shit, like, that was when he shit, was like, dude, dude I'm not scripted. Uh, dude, I, I can't. I can't do scripted. And every time I even try to do scripted, I just look stupid as shit. That's... That's the podcast. I try to do the same thing, like kind of come up with some kind no, of no fuck. Like no, and I, it's I just start stuttering and shit. Dude, fuck it's that. Fuck, put the laptop down. Let's have a real conversation. Yeah, that's how bad. you. That's how you really progress. Stop. Stop putting all this shit together. No, I got to do this, and then we got to cover this, and then we got to do that. No, no, no. Fuck no, no. Let's do it the right way. What do we want to get out of this? What's my purpose? What's my goals? Yep. And then let's fucking work with it. Who, you know? Who is Keaton Hoskins? What the hell do you do? You know, what's your mission? Dude, I'll tell you, it's at this point, it's just simple. Like, I just want to fucking do whatever Kick I want to do. And I just want everybody else to see that they can do it. My, my group, Limitless Society, I literally named it because of what it was. And it was that people don't really understand that they are limitless. As cheesy as that sounds, man, if your eyes could really be opened and see what your potential is, it's, yeah. it's ungodly. It's unreal. Your potential to do whatever the fuck you want to do is unreal. But at some point in your life, from the time you were born till right now, you've been told by your parents and your friends and yourself and your siblings, you can't do that. You can't do this. You'll never get here. You can't do this. Which is all fucking bullshit. And you get rid of that. Shed it. And then you realize, like, oh, well, I guess I can do anything that I want to do. I don't even have a fucking helicopter license, and I have a helicopter. Do you know how many people told me that was the dumbest shit they've ever heard? Hell no. You can train in your own helicopter. Exactly, right? That and that's my dumb. thought, dude. But the point is, is I had so, – dude, I had helicopter pilots. They were like, no, 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 don't buy a helicopter. Until you get your helicopter license, it doesn't make sense. Oh, you can't land in your front yard. You can't do this. You can't do that. You'll never do this. Listen, dude, I get it. Everybody in their life – at some point has to come to a realization that the way they lived their life was either the way they wanted or it was stuffed with a bunch of bullshit. And the problem is, is most people come to that realization on their fucking deathbed. I just came to it at 21 years old on my hands and knees next to my dad on his deathbed. And so that's now all, everything 
moving forward is based on that principle and then trying to get people to understand that principle. Um, your shirt, one mission. Yeah, so I own... You give um, back to troops? Yeah, I own a few companies. Um, one of them is a supplement company called One Mission Nutrition. Is that one like, that one's like, is that three years old or somewhere? Yeah, right we're, I like think, that? three and a half years old. It's a new company yeah. um, that we've done great. But uh, the whole One Mission, the whole mission, quote unquote, is to give back to the troops. So when people buy supplements from me, we ship those supplements across seas to military oh, members. So you match and supplement for yeah. supplement? Yeah, essentially. I mean, yeah. it, it, like on the thing, if I remember, it's like for every $75 spent, X is spent. Mm. But it pretty much matches up. You yeah. know, like you buy a pre-workout and a fat burner, it's 120 bucks. I'm going to send two of those to, you know, whatever. Yeah. So um, essentially, yeah, I, we launched this company. And the whole purpose of the company that we launched was to give back to the troops. It really was. Because I've had a, enough companies that I'm like, let's start doing stuff to give back, you know. And I love the military. Love the military. Really oh, grateful yeah. for the sacrifice. Um, I never got into the military. I had other plans. But um, I we launched one mission. And really, the first year was where I was like, oh, this is the shit. We For Christmas, we had a ton of kids from a school come and pack boxes of pallets of boxes with supplements for them with a t-shirt and then a handwritten letter thanking them for the service that they had done in their behalf. And so like, I'm going through these cards with these kids, like in tears, yeah. you know, going through all these cards. Of the what cards were, are the kids are writing, writing cards. Badass, and then they dude. were taking the card and putting it in one fucking box for the person <laughs> to get it. So then yeah, I, I started to get, uh, all this, uh, content from yeah. military members in Afghanistan with these kids with these fucking cards. kids handwritten cards dude it was unreal so from that time forward I was like oh yeah this is what I want to do yeah so yeah so I got a supplement company and they're great supplements like I didn't I I don't do anything half-assed so we went really hard with our supplements and they are very very good so for everybody listen if you want good supplements one mission is there but if you want to have good supplements and have a good cause one mission gives back to the military what's the website for that OneMissionNutrition.com. That's badass. I don't yeah. think anybody realizes what the troops actually give up, dude. And what, no. What they sacrifice. Mm -mm. You know, especially as you're younger. As you get older, you start hearing it. And um, people coming, like troops coming back and can't live in society in a way and go back. And yeah. just the shit they give up, dude, is Well, dude, crazy. And the other thing I think that often goes unspoken is what they go through when they come home. And that's a price that they pay even when they're home. You know, we talk about uh, suicide and we talk about veterans, like what they're going through on a daily basis when they come home. Um, and and that sacrifice didn't stop in Afghanistan. The sacrifice is still on a day-to-day -day basis, you know. And went long after they've been yeah, back. Yeah, long, We long. just, that's just, you know, there was just something that went down with that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, no. Um, and then you have Limitless Society. I'm in Limitless Society. Um, I've been to one of your your events up at your house. Did you go to the first one? I went to the first one, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't go. I didn't go to the second one because my supplier took me on a no cell phone, rogue river rafting trip for four days. Mm. No roads, no public access. It was badass. Was it fun? It was fun. That's cool. It was badass. I I recommend anybody like doing that if you want to get Where away. Where was it at? Oregon. Oh, that's cool. Down the Rogue River. That's cool. Yeah, dude. It's, you know, dinner time is if, if there's anybody else staying there that have rafted down to the lodge or something like that, you stop at four different lodges. And if anybody. That's cool. Yeah, dude. And there's the generators turn off at like 10 o'clock and so they turn back on. Yeah, dude. You're off the grid. <laughs> That's cool. Off the grid. And so um, it, it was just badass. Like it was just if dinner time was at the same time for everybody. Yeah. So if anybody rafted down there and stayed at that lodge. Dinner was at 7 o'clock. That was it. That's cool. They'd ring a dinner bell and shit. It was badass, dude. Yeah, that's what. Dude, I, th I feel like that's the best way for people to really find out who they are is disconnect. Um, and, and have better relationships. Like, if you want to have better relationships, you should be doing shit like that with whoever you're trying to have a better relationship with. Um, as funny as it is, when we went up, uh, did the picnic with my daughter, it was like, it was really fun. We disconnected from everything other than we had a helicopter, and we just landed in a field. And it was funny. We were in a place, uh, I said to my daughters, I said, do you know how many people have stood here? Probably nobody ever in the history of the planet has someone stood where we're having a picnic and disconnected completely. And dude, it's 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 a killer way to to really connect, you know. Yep. So, so you're in Limitless. Yep, in what, Limitless. What do you think, man? I like it. Yeah, yeah I think it kicks ass. Um, I always ask people, what's the number one takeaway that they get from it? From the Limitless Society. From being in the actual program in the group. 
For me, it's more so um, I like hearing the speaking and I, you know, the, the Tuesday talks with you and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, disc, I'm horrible with Discord. Dude, dude so many people Here, are. Here's the deal. You're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm horrible with that shit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm bad at that shit. Bro, I'll tell you this, and this is not this is not a There's people that are on they dude, people are on that Discord fucking, fucking boom, boom, crazy, boom 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 boom. And I'm like And I get dude, I get the same message from a lot of people that are like, dude, it's just so much, which my, is a great problem to have. My fucking family text messages overwhelm me, bro. <laughs> That's like ten people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's dude, no way. And Discord's crazy. Cause dude, we have hundreds and hundreds of people in Limitless now, and we have hundreds and hundreds of people in Discord that are just me- they treat it like it's social media. Yeah. Like they're on it all day long. And it's great. And it's great. Like I love it as the leader, like as this person that put a group together. But I will say this, and you know this, um, if you really want to be successful in it you gotta network with these you gotta you have to dude like the number one tool for people who have no skills is the fucking network yep you know and it's the easiest thing to do it's one of the reasons why so many people do it and become a serial networker because it's not really a hard thing to do picture with a person yeah yeah so I would say that inside the Discord, the biggest thing I like to look at is uh, you've got something that's the winners, like yeah. a winning, your wins. Yeah, I got a winning section. That's probably the only thing I go and I look is at it? is the wins, yeah. I love To the see wins. what the hell is going on. It's yeah, funny, that's my favorite part. I don't even look at the wins anymore because every time someone posts in there, they actually post to me first. And they always are like, dude, I got to show about Yeah, and then I'm like, go fucking put it in the wins, man. Everybody wants to see that. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not in there as much because I literally, I talk to everybody first before they go in there. But that's the cool thing about the network is is everybody in there wants to win. Everybody's trying to win. Everybody's doing some kind of winning. And in a network of people that everybody's trying to level up, you level up yep. like you just do. And as hard as it is, and, and you're not alone, dude, as hard as it is to get out of your shell, to network, to go to Discord, to do those things, like that's the kind of shit that it's going to take to really level up. And it's the other reason why I'm going to be doing so many more events because the events is such a wonderful place for people to get together, network, come up with ideas and then take those into something that, that gets yeah. them to where they want to be, you know? So like the next, uh, let's see. So I started limitless four months ago and we've had two events so far. I got one more. The next one's coming January 20th. Dude, that event I missed. I was bummed as <laughs> Bro, hell, it was dude. this last Are event you kidding was unreal. Me? It was, you had like over a billion dollars in that. Uh-huh. House. I did. I did. Um, we had Ed Milet, Andy Frizzella, Bradley, Rob Bailey, myself, Fleischman. Sean Whalen, Dan Fleischman, uh, heavy D sparks. Um, yeah. Like the you had room well was, into a million over. In oh room, dude, dude, there was, there well. was definitely a, a few billionaires going on or there. over in a billion. Yeah, yeah. I said a million. No, you're well over a but, billion. In that um, but that event was so cool because it got so many people to do so many cool things and learn. I've, I've realized that I don't, I don't want to just be an event base. Yeah. I really want to put people in rooms and just say, Hey man, just have conversations, just network. Yeah. Cause conversations like this is where things really get done. It's where you really connect and it's really where you become successful in some aspect in the relationship. And so from now on, I'm going to be doing that as part of my event. So I'll have a Friday night VIP event where like this next one, um, January 20th, I'm, I'm planning on, and these aren't done yet. So not a hundred percent, but I'm planning on having Shaquille O'Neal, Mike Tyson, um, uh, Mike Rashid, Kevin Gates, the rapper, who? Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Oh, okay. Um, probably Andy Frazella again. Uh, Rob Bailey, Sean Whalen will be there. Uh, Ryan Stuman. Um, Dan Fleischman always comes. So, like, that's our next. <laughs> Stuman's going? Yeah, Stuman's going to nice. go. I'm going to have him speak. He's a good dude. Um, but yeah, so I, every time I have one of these events, it's going to be out, big freaking It's going to be fucking insane. See, and I, I, you have all sorts of types of people in Limitless Society. You mm-hmm. have the people that are trying to leave a nine-to-five yeah. and trying to figure that out. Yep. Um, you have, like, for me, um, I don't, it, it's it's hard for me because I have what I have growing, and I'm very successful at what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm focused on doing. Yeah. But I like to be in it because I want to come to these events, and yeah, I yeah. want to shake hands and and people. have relationships. The, the whole reason for the podcast is of that same thing. You know what I mean? If I yeah. ask you, hey, come get coffee with me, you're like, dude, I can fucking pay for my own coffee, buddy. Yeah, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so, but, and, but thanks for coming on because, yeah, yeah. you know, your 1.1 million followers way outweighs my fucking 700. <laughs> so well, I, that's I was talking to Brandon. Brandon's <laughs> like, so what is this podcast? What is it? I'm like, well, he's in Limitless Society. So that's part of being in the group is me supporting everybody in the group. Cause that's, that's part of it. Like, like there isn't a lot of places that you can get someone like me with my type of following to come out and do stuff with you without paying a fuckload of money yep. or just not even happening, you know? And that for me is one of the reasons why I've dedicated so much time and energy to the people in Limitless is merely because I want to say to them, like, dude, you're getting access to me and I'm here to support you grow in your shit, whatever it is. Dude, this podcast could be number one in the next year, right? But that'd be, yeah. That's the plan. It could. And so, and, and, and I want you to know as a member of Limitless, like I'm here to support you. Like that's, that's what you, we do. I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate so, it. So when is the event coming up? January. So January 20th, Friday night is the VIP event. Okay. Um, which will do the same thing. It'll be a small number of people. It is going to be a high ticket price because I don't want a lot of people there. And I definitely don't want dipshits there fangirling Shaquille O'Neal. Um, and then <laughs> Saturday will be the event where anybody can come out. Everybody that you want to hear will be on stage so you can listen to people speak. Um, and that will be the 21st. So I, I, that event's going to be big. I'm, every event I do is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Dude, every time I hear Dan Fleischman talk, I feel dumb as hell. Dude, he's so smart. He's the smartest dude. He's one of my greatest like assets uh, as a friend um, because I just randomly text him weird stuff that most people would have no fucking idea how to answer. And he's always like, oh, yeah, that's what you do. I mean, dude, he's even the one that got me in touch with Mike Tyson. I'm like, hey, man, I, how do I get in touch with Mike Tyson? He's like, here you go. Here's the info. He just knows everybody. He knows everything. He's just a walking brain. And, and to have him as a friend and as a like asset to help me build my empire has just been great. Dan Fleischman is a, a stud. It's huge. It's huge having people that you know. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. That's a, the, the network is big. Yeah. Super sure. big. 100%. Yeah. So what, what happened to your hair? So I, uh, I got re- hair restoration. Okay. Um, this is the third time, actually. So, like, two years ago, I had them come out and say, hey, we want to do hair restoration. Is that a random-ass question? For free. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I had what? somebody ask Dude, it your today. Dude, hair, your hair's bust. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, no, so I had somebody ask it today. Um, I, uh, I, I went in, and this company was like, we'll do it for free. We just want you to advertise for us. And I wasn't really going bald. I've never really gone bald. It's thinning, but it's not really going bald. So I went in, I had them do it. And what they do is they, they take hair out of the, like, backside where you don't lose it you know and they come in and they fucking puncture your head and then they put it in this place they want that you want it right so dude it's like it's like two thousand stabbings in your head so i go in and i get it done and this was two years ago and i was like man this is fucking stupid i don't know if this is gonna work and then three months in i was like this isn't working at all that was stupid and then at eight months all of a sudden like just it looked great. And everybody's like, dude, your hair looks great. <laughs> so then I went back in a year ago and I was like, let's do it for real. Like the first time you did it for free and it was just kind of like whatever. And I, yeah. and I was like, I want way more hair. So I went back in, I got it done again, but way more. And same thing. I got like three months in. I'm like, shit, dude, this is not going to, it doesn't. And then at like month eight, I was like, holy shit, dude, my hair looks great. Even at the, this last event, what was it? Two, three weeks ago, I was looking at my pictures on stage. I was like, yeah, man, my hair looks really good. (laughs) So then like a month ago, my wife is cutting my hair. She cuts my hair and she's like, Hey, you're starting to get a little bit thin right here. You know, I'm like, motherfucker. So I went back in, uh, two weeks ago and I was like, Hey, I want more right there. They literally go in, they take the hair out, they put it where you want it. And I told them, I was like, hey, I don't just shave that shit. Yeah. So I shaved, shaved my head. Have you ever had your head shaved? Not for a long, long time. Not for maybe 10 or 15 years. It's always been how it's been. <laughs> but dude, how, so does this shit it. like rejuvenate or what the hell? How, no, 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 how, no, how do you just not go gone. fucking thin back here? Well, you don't really ever care about going thin back here. Because your shit's it's just always, a tight fade yeah, regardless. Yeah, it's tight fade. And it's so thick back here. Like, yeah. So if you look at the most bald dude you've ever seen, he has a big fucking patch of hair right always. here, right? Classic so they, horseshoe. Yeah, so they take that hair that they know is thick and, and not going to fall out and yeah. they put it in where you want it. 
Um, and surprisingly, a lot of people have it done. A lot. Like, I would dare bet most of the people that you know whose hair looks decent has probably had it done. Ed Milets is lot. looking good. Ed did his. Ed Milets um, is looking good. Uh, Michael Scott on The Office did his. Um, I'm trying to think, dude. Joe Rogan did it yeah. um, until he just got to the point where he just shaved his head. He said, fuck it. Uh, yeah, dude, so many people do it. Did My, you go see him in concert? Who? Or Joe Rogan? No, in I don't go comedy? to concerts and shit, For the dude. comedy? I can't, I can't go out in public and do stuff like that anymore. Not because of anything other than I just don't like the general public. Um, the last time I went, I went fucking to a fucking concert. I, I went was to next to you. Fucking concert. Dude. I was next to you in the suite next to you. Yeah, you were. Yep. That's why I don't that like going dude. out, dude. That's why I don't like going out. I had to bitch slap that guy who touched my wife. Like, dude, that's the kind of shit. And I, I told her, I'm like, this is why we don't fucking go to concerts. I'm not going to concerts unless I'm backstage. That's so hard. Dude, that was just, that pissed me off so bad. And the thing was, dude, is we were sitting there and and she had said like three times, she's like, that guy keeps like hitting on me. He keeps looking over here and like hitting on me. And I'm like, whatever, dude, my wife is hot as shit. Of course people are hitting on her. I don't care. Whatever, you know. I, he wasn't I'm, in the same. No, dude, he you. was like, he was like three suites down. He kept looking over and he was like doing gestures, whatever. I'm like, whatever, just ignore him. Well, he left the suite and walked behind us. And just kind of grabbed her shoulder and then was like, hey, come here. That's what he did. What the hell? She turned. I'm watching the concert. She turns to me. And she's like, holy shit. He just grabbed me. And I fucking lost it. I mean, you saw. Yeah. I walked over to his suite. I got in his face. I bitch slapped him. Then I spit in his face. I said, you're not going to do a damn thing. You're a coward. Do something. And then his friend kind of like came in. I grabbed his friend by his face, pushed him down like he was a four-year-old child. I said, sit the fuck down. You're not doing nothing. And then the police came, and they were like, hey, you need to calm down. I said, no, no, you got one of two things here. Either you go get him, or I'm going to beat the fucking brakes off of this dude. I don't give a shit if you take me to jail tonight. And every one of the police were like, we're not stopping him, so we better get this figured out. I said, you better go get that motherfucker, and you better kick his ass out. And if you do that, I'll go back and sit down, and I won't beat the shit out of him and everybody else in his little circle. You know, so then they pulled us all out, and he was like, the police were like, well, do you want to press charges? They said that to him, and he, by that to point, him? Dude, bro, he was so scared out of his mind. Because I, I, I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Why are you, why would you grab my, why would you touch my wife? Come on, man. Dude, he thought he had a chance. I dude. don't know what the fuck he he had. He had to have been high as a kite or something. But I'll tell you what, dude, it was funny. He, when I walked over, I think he thought it was going to be more of an altercation. He was going to be kind of tough. When he got bitch slapped, he went white as a ghost <laughs> and was like, oh, my goodness, I need to change everything. Dude, he literally – and then he didn't say nothing. And I was like, look at the ground. I was calling him a bitch. I spit in. I was so mad, dude. It happened fast. Dude. Yeah. I didn't even dude, know I don't – I, I never get like that. I don't, very rarely will you ever, ever see me mad. I don't get mad. I don't get upset because I don't let emotions lead me very much. So there's a, but, neg there's a negative price to fame. Oh, bro, yeah. And that's why I don't like going out. I don't like going out most of the time because I feel like there's always something stupid or, or worst case people, there's fans, you know, cause we run into fans all the time and then yeah. they want to take pictures and chit chat. Truthfully, I don't give a fuck about people's lives. And I know that sounds really rude, but when people come up to me and they're like, dude, you got to hear about my truck or my, let me tell you, I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. I just came here <laughs> to sit and watch the concert. I don't give a fuck about what you're doing, dude. Unless you're going to hand me $100,000 right now, nothing you're going to say matters to me. But people do that. They come up. They want to chit-chat. They want to, like, create some weird relationship. And it's like, dude, I don't want to do this with you. So it's either one of the, those two. And I don't know why that guy thought he had courage to grab my wife. I don't know what he was thinking. But, boy, he <laughs> – and when the police were like, do you want to press charges? He didn't even look up. He's like, no, no, I don't, I don't want to press charges. I, I would have loved it, dude. If he had said I want to press charges, I would have fucked him up in front of 15 police officers. I said, oh, you're pressing charges? Well, then we're going to make sure that there's a reason to have charges <laughs> pressed. I'm going to fucking beat your ass. How much shit did you take for that? Oh, dude, I was media? good. The thing is, is everybody that was at that event saw what happened. They saw him leave and kind of like grab her shoulder. And and then as soon as he grabbed her shoulder, I got up and bitch slapped him. It, like most people saw it. So they're like, oh, yeah. you guys were sitting down. Yeah, dude, we were sitting down watching the concert and the aisle was behind I you us. You guys were walking out. No, oh, no, no, no. Shit. So she's sitting here in the suite. So he grabbed her attention and said, hey, come yeah, here. he like he walked by and grabbed her shoulder and was like, hey. 
And that's when I got up out of the seat, walked over to his suite and bitch slapped him. He's really, dude, he's really lucky. Cause I, I was like, nah, I'm just going to go take me to jail tonight. I have no problem paying for bail. I have no problem standing in front of a judge and saying, yes, judge, I will fuck anybody up that touches my wife. If you want to take me to jail, you might as well fucking take me to jail. You touch my wife, I'm fucking you up. And I, dude, and I told the police, I said, you think I give a fuck about going to jail tonight? After I beat the shit out of this dude, you guys can haul me off and I'll go quietly. But I'm beating it. his and fucking face it. into the ground. <laughs> yeah. So then it was funny. And then, and then uh, they, they, they said, do you want to press charge? He said, no. Uh, then he, he was like 10 or 20 feet from me. And they were like, well, okay, guys. We're gonna let you go back in, <laughs> and I was like, and I'm you like, were done I'm by done. That time. I didn't even want to fucking be there. Yeah, and so I'm like, nah, I'm gonna go. And and as he's walking back in, he kind of like lifted his eyes up. I said, look at the ground, motherfucker. <laughs> and the police are like, hey, hey. I said, no, 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 fuck that. Look at the ground. They know nothing. They're not gonna do anything because at the end of the day, they're gonna have to shoot me and tase me after I beat his ass. And then we're going to go to jail for like 24 hours. Give me a fucking nap in jail. I don't care. You touch my wife. I'm You'll have relief. You won't have a phone call. Oh, fuck. Be no, I'll take a vacation. nap for 24 hours and I'll say, what's the bill? 10 grand. Okay. See ya. <laughs> what, your wife's got something going on. Yeah. She started, uh, um, she started, she started seeing all the cool success from Limitless yeah. and was like, man, it's so beautiful to see how many lives you're changing. Yeah. I want to do that. And I think she's done such a, a good job of finding a market of women because she's focusing on women that um, that are just on the cusp of finding themselves and being really happy and successful. And she's like, let me just I just want to show you some things. I just want to help you. Yeah. And, and she's the first one to be like, I don't really know that much, but I do know I want to help people. And that may be all I need is just the desire to help people. So she started this. Uh, it's called She Leads. And she's doing retreats and she's taking women and doing all kinds of like cool breathing stuff. stuff or just Every Everything, dude. Like, like they it's, did. They did speeches. They did therapy. They did cold water. They did breathing. They did. They do all kinds of stuff, and it's great, dude. She's seeing a ton of success from it. That's awesome. That's really. cool. I feel like I, I just seen it on social media, but I feel like I feel like she did something like this back a year ago, maybe. No. Did she? Uh. Uh-uh. Just this is it. This. So she's been. Um, she's been. Uh, fuck, I don't even know what it's called. She does eyelashes. Yeah. And hair. I don't know what that is. So that's all she's done, and she doesn't really need to do it. I'm yeah. like, I don't really want you working. I would rather you just spending time with the kids and having fun and doing whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, um, three daughters, right? Four, four. Yeah, we got four, dude. Four daughters from eleven to seven to four to one. Did she have one? She had one. You in had two. Marriage. Yep. Now you both have. Now we one have together. one. Yeah. So we got four. A lot of women, man. But I want her like present. That's a lot of with women, them. dude. So I'm like, you're not gonna work. Just do whatever you want to do. We don't need money. You my daughter, my daughter runs me, like, dude. All four she of mine owns run me. my ass. They drive me bonkers. And she knows she does too. Yeah. They drive me bonkers, but I love them. Yeah. So. Yeah. You gotta be out of here in a minute. What time is it? It's two twelve. Uh, no, we we're good. We got another. Let's talk helicopter. Let's do it. Let's talk helicopter. As long as we're done by two thirty, we're good. Okay. <clears throat> um, I have I've got my private pilot my private pilot's license. Okay, fixed wing or helicopter? Fixed. Oh, okay. Fixed, but I want my rotary. Okay. How is it? Tough as shit. It's tough as shit, dude. In fact, Brandon and I are actually going to be filming one of the YouTube episodes of me hovering or <laughs> attempting to, to hover. hover, dude. It is so <laughs> fucking hard. I think that I'm learning more about life in my time in hovering than I am in anything else, dude. I I <laughs> I sit on the runway and my pilot, poor dude, he's just like, Gah. I always talk about like when you talk to yourself, your ear, the internal person is really important to be positive. <laughs> and then I throw that shit right out you're the like, window you when dumb I start. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, you fucking idiot. You're an idiot. You fucking hit. And I'm just going because I'm dude. It's it's like the simplest shit, right? In a helicopter, you got you got three controls. We got four controls. You got the the cyclic, right, yep. which is what does the the yep. blades. You have collective. The collective, which is the power, right? Yep. And then you have a right and a left pedal. Yeah. Okay. So you got four. And you have to work them simultaneously to kind of stay in one position. You don't just sit in one position. 
you kind of sit in one position. Like a helicopter is not, it's not like this like real simple and it's hard as shit, dude. And as soon as you make one movement on one, then you got to make six movements on the other. And then you have to stay ahead of itself. And then you have to, so dude, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And it, it, there is nothing more demasculating than not being able to do something that seems like it's fairly simple. Um, because by word it is simple, but yeah. by deed it is really, really hard. So like every, I'm trying now every two to three days to just hover for like 20 to 30 minutes. And my guy, my guy keeps telling me, he's like, you'll get it, bro. You'll get it. Nobody okay. gets it. Yeah. He's like, nobody gets it until like 10 to 12 hours of this. And I'm like three hours in and I'm just like, dude, I think I'm getting worse. <laughs> so I, I text you asking you if it was like drinking from a fire hydrant. Dude, it is so much. So much shit so, coming So then you. yesterday, um, yesterday I had a pilot who's out here at West Jordan, um, who's a pilot for the military for Blackhawks, and he's an actual certified. My guy's not a certified trainer. My guy's just my pilot that I told him to go get his training license so that he can actually certify yeah. me. So he goes, "Hey, listen, this is what you need to do." He said. You need to have him work two controls and you work one control and then rotate. Hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, that's not a bad idea. The Blackhawk pilot said that. Yeah, he that's said that. So I was like, oh, okay. So then yesterday, that's what we do. So now he's got the, the cyclic and the collective. I got the pedals. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then which, which is which is this? Right? Yeah, which is which is going tail. Like, yeah, which is back tail. and forth. And then and then he goes, all right, let's go to the collective, collective, which collective is just power. So you're literally kind of playing up and down to try to keep you. You know, if you go down too fast, you got to come up. If you go up too, you got to slow down. You start chasing it. Yeah, I'm chasing the motherfucker. But I did. Pretty good on pedals and collective. Yeah. Then I get to the cyclic and dude, it goes, it goes oh 3D. my it gosh, goes. dude! I just that's I'm like okay, so this is where I'm going full idiot it, head. It goes on. like 3D at that point, dude. Man. I was all over the place. So now at least I know what I'm really really bad at. Um, it's that, and 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 what I'm learning is is it's all about just slight, slight pressure. And and I'm over here fucking doing this, you know, and it's just throwing us all over the place. He's like, no, 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 dude. You need to just, get some footage of that. That's what we're, that's what we're gonna do. Literally that tomorrow, shit, yes. tomorrow I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna I have him, see that shit. I'm gonna have him inside and then I'm gonna have him get out on the runway and film me doing fucking this in the I, helicopter. Dude, it's bad. Yesterday we almost crashed again Cause dude, I dive it and I'm like, oh, grab it, you know. And he does pretty good at staying on the controls, but man, it is so much. And everybody I talk to, they're like, it's just gonna click one day. And I'm like, well, fuck, I hope that's soon because I will crash this bitch very soon. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be on the news like, oh, helicopter goes down and crashes and burn, you know. Um, but dude, it is so it is so challenging. And every single time I do it, I want to give up. I'm just like, why am I doing this? Why not just have a pilot? Why not just pick? And then I get home and I'm like, no, you bitch. Stop being a bitch pussy. Voice. Yeah, dude. Stop Fucking being a bitch pussy, voice. dude. Do this shit. Well, sometimes it's like that. In the fixed wing when you're up there and it was my solo and I'm cruising cross country yeah. and I'm like, fuck, is this really what I want to be doing? Yeah. Like, you ask, you, you question yourself. I do the same thing every day. You, you, you make your calls, yeah, right? And yeah, you sound yeah. stupid as shit. Dumb as hell. Oh, fuck. Morgan Valley traffic, this helicopter 608, Hotel Fox. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing. Then I fuck up my call. You know, we've only been doing calls to non-towered places because I'm like, if someone Dude. comes back to me and says I'm an idiot, I'm not doing it again. So it's like, it's so much. It's so much like the maps and then you start talking about weather and there's just a lot, dude. dude. But I, I've gotten to a place of like, well, if not this, then what? Yeah. Like if I'm not going to do this, then what am I going to do? Is there not any greater freedom than owning your own helicopter and flying your That's own badass, helicopter? That's dude. Dude, it's like, it's like owning a vehicle and having to have someone chauffeur you around because you don't have your license. To me, I don't really give a shit about fixed wing. Like, I'm going to probably have a jet someday, yep. and I'm going to have a pilot because I want to sit in the back and get a massage. Yeah. But when it comes to helicopters, like that's that's, that's something badass. that I can fly every day, fly my own, like park at my house because I park in my front yard, you know, and then I ha I could have helicoptered here, but I got to have a pilot and I got, you know, so so for me, I'm like, no, 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 it, dude, even if this takes me six fucking years, I'm going to get it figured out and I'm going to be the best helicopter pilot. That, that ground school, oh. that shit's daunting, dude. 
It's a lot. You have dude. to you have to practice some crazy ass fucking questions. Yeah. The weather section. Oh, dude! Everybody I'm not a keeps fucking talk- meteorologist. Everybody keeps talking about the weather, and I haven't even started. Oh the shit! Section, dude. I, I I literally am into. I'm pretty much up to mapping now, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. There was an app that I used that I'll what send was to it? you. I, I got to try to remember what it was. So I'm using Super easy. one. Um, What's it called? I can't remember. I got to look at it. It's. It, I think it's in flight something, um, and and all it is is it's it's it takes me through every single course. Yeah. And then and then you know plays the video, plays the the shows me on the helicopter what they're yeah. talking about, blah blah blah. And then at the end of it, it runs a quiz. And if I don't pass the quiz, it makes me go back. That's good. And learn the shit again. That's so good. I'm just really concerned that if it takes me a long time, I'm going to forget the first of the shit that I I remembered. You know, just pass the test because you ain't going to learn all that shit and remember it. No, hell no. So that was what I did. Is it was just sections, and I just was I was passing, passing, passing. And, and then I fucking do it again and do it again and do it again. And then I went and took the test and passed. Yeah. And I was like. How long I already did it take, forgot all of it. How long did it take you to get your fixed wing? 50 hours. Okay. Yeah. Of flying or just? 50 total. 50 hours. I had 45 hours flying. Okay. Yeah. And then ground school-wise, um, mo- I never really had much classroom time. Yeah. It was just me learning on my my own with that program with and shit program. like that. And yeah. then you just took your test. Because at the end of the day, you just take the test. Take the test. Fucking pass the test. You'll learn the rest of the shit You can take the test as many times as possible, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of the tests is open book. I don't think it is. Uh, that's what he told me. Maybe God, it's that'd different. Be cool. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was open book for me. Oh, maybe not. I don't. Know. Maybe they're just fucking lying a, to me so that I don't feel so stupid. I didn't think you had a calculator. Or I think they just gave you a piece of paper and shit, and you had to fucking write your answer. That, out there, that right? might be the case, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, we're I'm in big trouble. Dude. <laughs> but it wasn't that bad. Like it's bad, but just practice the questions and fucking sit and pass them and pass them and pass yeah. them, and then go take the goddamn test. That's why. That's what I'm gonna do in the next. Four months, I'll have it completely done. That's badass. Yeah, and then I'll just be flying by myself. Yeah, that's like I was telling you, dude. If a helicopter, I want a helicopter to be badass. Dude, dude. There, it's there's nothing better. I I tell people all the time, like, cool, you have a Lambo, huh? Get a helicopter. Yeah. It's ten times better. So you you said talking to the tower right now, you're just at a non-towered airport. Uh, I go to Morgan Valley. Yeah. Um, and then also Brigham. Brigham's not a towered either. Yeah. Um, and Brigham is even students, so they're you know. But now I'm just, I get on and I do my call and I'm just like, oh man, I sounded really stupid, but whatever. So the, uh, when I, I've looked into getting the rotary and I'll Uh end up going out to South Jordan, Uh U42, but I wanted Provo, dude. I'm like, I don't want Provo, but I want fucking Provo. Yeah, because they're better. Because it's towered. Yeah. And I, you know, I practice fixed wings. But you should be pretty good now on your calls and shit. But talking to tower... Yeah, if I if I'm taxiing from fucking Bravo to runway, you know, one three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah that shit's easy on a non-towered. Yeah. But, but when, when, you're, when towered, you're being told what to ask do, you. Yeah. So you do your whole lesson at a non-towered. You only go to a tower just to get your your stop and goes and shit for the tower. Yeah. And then you never go back to that tower. And pretty much when you're talking to the tower, you're like, hey, I, I'm dumber than shit. Well, yeah. you. And I don't have a problem. Clue I'll me just in. T- I just tell them. I'm just like, hey, man, I'm new. So if this doesn't come through right, shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> I don't know what to tell <laughs> Just you. help me out. But yeah. I wanted I, I wanted to be out of my comfort zone, and I wanted Provo, yeah. like, to get my helicopters because I wanted to sit and talk to Tower yeah. every goddamn day. Yeah. But they didn't do it out there. Yeah. They're like, nope, you got to go out to West Jordan. I'm like, fuck. Yep. Dude, the tower's the scary shit. Yeah, fuck yeah, Until dude. you, you know, you don't. Dude, I didn't know why my pilot was always trying to go around towered air, or around airspaces. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's because you don't want to talk to the tower. I guess it's I get pain it. pain in the ass. Yeah, whatever. But they they get so good at it, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll be carrying on a conversation with you, and then they'll talk into the mic, and I'm like. Yeah, and I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. It'll I'm happen. 35, dude. By the time I'm 37, I'll be the fucking best pilot. I can't. I'll have I'll have thousands of hours by then, dude. I can't believe you're only 35. Yeah. I thought you were older than that. I'm just a young guy, man. Just a young guy living a dream. I thought you were older than <laughs> that, dude. Well, fucking a, dude. I appreciate you coming on the Absolutely, podcast, dude. buddy. Absolutely. I definitely. What'd you do? Dismantle this shit. I had to. Somebody had to do it. <laughs>